Welcome to the Aboard the Opal Star Halloween special. We are playing an indie game that I found earlier this month and absolutely fell in love with because it's such a wonderful way to tell stories and only just a little bit stressful. But before we get into that, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Tell us a little bit about you and you can promote the stuff you're on as well. So whoever wants to go. Who's going to break first? I guess I'll go. My name is Dan. <laughs> I am the DM for The Last Tapestry, which you can find us on Twitter, at The Last Tapestry. And, yeah. It's a good show. I very much enjoy I'm Daniel Anderlich. I'm the uh, GM and producer of Explorers Wanted, a Numenera actual play podcast. Which is also a really good show. Thank you. Alexis, you were literally the yes, only one left. <laughs> I, I realized that just a second ago. <laughs> I was like waiting for the next person. I was like, wait. Okay. That's not the person. That's Craig. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Alexis and I am on Aboard the Opal Star. Now that we have introduced ourselves and we know who we have here, let's do a little bit of setup and character building. So the first thing we are going to establish is what your character's traits are. Traits describe who your character is. While they're commonly personality traits, you can also define physical characteristics, skills, or knowledge that a character has. And how we're going to do it is we are going to go around in a circle and you are going to give the person, we're going to start clockwise, give the person a positive trait for their character. So we're going to go Daniel to Alexis, Alexis to Dan, Dan to Daniel. Okay. Um, positive trait. Brave. Also, write these down. Calm under pressure. Level-headed, yeah. Yeah, level-headed. I want to say can find the best in a bad situation. Okay. Optimistic. 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 So next we are going to go around and establish a negative trait. Greedy. Hmm. Alexis, what was the good trait? For me, brave. Yeah. Hmm. Negative? I'll say vindictive. Ooh. Fair enough. Ooh. That's good. Ooh. That's really good. I see, Dan, you said uh, your character's is optimistic, correct? Right. I would say selfish. Mmm. That's good. Good. Optimistic and selfish. Okay, so it's important to remember those because your traits or resources that can be burned. You ever have a role where there are one or more ones? You can burn a trait to re-roll those and hope for a higher number. So, like, say you didn't get any sixes, but you get three ones, you can re-roll those and possibly get a six. But it's only re-rolling ones. What does it mean to burn a trait? Think of it like a resource. Once you burn one of your traits, you can't burn it again. It's like a resource that will let allow you to re-roll ones. Mm -hmm. You do not suddenly become not that thing. Yeah. It's fun to play in person because you're supposed to, like, take the index card you wrote it down on and toss it and, like, set it on fire with the candles. Yeah. Oh, dang. 
Next, we are going to set the scene a little bit, and we are going to be running the module Soul Soul, which was submitted by Nicholas Weaver. The universe is dying. It's been dying since it was born, and now its death rattle echoes into the void, calling them. Now they circle the last light, preparing to snuff it out. The sun of the solar system where humanity was born, Sol, is the last remaining star in the universe. But it's changed. It glows pale white, a black hole gnaws through its heart, giving it the visage of a great eye. The planet Mercury is the last refuge for the living. You and your companions are all that remain on its surface, beside the ruin of the last civilization. As they approach, you must survive long enough to activate a monument you have found, the messenger. You don't know who made it, but you do know that if activated, it may create a message that will survive the end. Before that, however, you have to turn it on. Search through the wreckage of Atlas, the last city, for an artifact known as the Ten Candles. The Library of Hecate should hold the key to the resting place in the vault of best forgotten secrets, Pandora's box. Soul gazes upon you. Will you answer its final prayer? So, now that we know the situation in which we find ourselves, let's take a look at the people. It's time to introduce your characters. You can take a moment to think about it, but what is your character's name? Tell us a little bit about who, what they look like and a little bit about who they are and maybe how they came to be here. Okay, I was thinking of playing maybe like a scientist named Cassandra who was one of the last people who was trying to work on... What? <laughs> Did I stumble That's what she was gonna... I was gonna oh. name Cassandra as well. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> we just have two Cassandras. <laughs> two Dan's, two Cassandras. Mike can have a nickname of Cassie, if that would be better. I can find <laughs> another name. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Is this, she's been working on this for a while, I guess. Like, trying to trying to away from these ruins. Trying to find a way to maybe reverse what's been happening. That would be the ideal. I think that's what she wants to do. Like, I think she's kind of possessed by this idea. Not so much survival or thriving or anything, just very kind of honed in. Kind of a very work-first kind of person, I think. So, very... doesn't sleep. That's her. It's hard to sleep when the sun's staring at you. Yeah, I think so. How old is your scientist? Probably like 40, I think. So who else do we have? Teddy Starling. He's about 30 years old. He's got long dark hair that he keeps tied back in a ponytail. And he is not supposed to be here. You know, he he was originally trying his best to, you know, he was actually effectively like a janitor because he'd figured that was a good way to get somewhere positive and he's had a rough life but everything in his opinion has seemed to work out in his favor in some way shape or form especially if he gave it a little bit of help along the way so it may be into the universe but it'll probably be fine yeah well teddy's probably convinced that it'll be fine for him somehow so did we decide that we should keep the same name or change I'll change mine to Talia. Uh, Talia Elias. Talia? Yeah. 
fun. I like okay. that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So, my character's name is Cassandra Zerbea. She's a sort of jack-of-all-trades, but one of the few things that she remembers from her childhood, she's about, like, 20 now, and things have obviously drastically changed. When she was little, her mom told her of the story of the Trojan princess, Cassandra, who she was named after, and told her to not simply submit to what fate, quote-unquote, would give, but to instead challenge it, try to make it better, even if it's only a little bit. And so Cassandra, seeing the world is dying, is well, the existence itself is dying, wants to help, even though she knows she's why not the best qualified, but she's made it farther than most of her other friends, her family, so she can't just stand by and do nothing while there is a chance, even though it seems almost impossible to do something. That kind of leads well into our next bit, which is establishing moments, which you also want to write these down. So your moment is picture what is something that would give your character hope? It's described as I will have hope when blank. Keep in mind things that might happen along your journey to find the ten candles. It could be something as small as you finding a flashlight or being able to take a shower or it could be something bigger Maybe you want to learn more about them, or finding proof that there's something other than just them out there. Which them is with a capital T, and that's all we know about them for right now. Though they're probably not good, we would assume. Probably not. (laughs) Will you think about that? Your hope is important because when your character's ready to live their moment, or whenever the thing happens that fulfills their hope, or could fulfill, you roll, and if the roll is successful, hope is inspired and you gain a hope die. Which, when you roll on that specific die, if you get a 5 or a 6, you can still succeed on a 5. And you cannot lose that die. But it is only your personal. It is not part of the communal. It is your specific personal die. And for the moments, is it only one thing? Yeah, so I will have hope when, like... Okay, so let's say that maybe in the past, Talia had a partner on her scientific studies who was kind of much more hopeful and much more, you know, focused on the survival and thriving and everything aspect of of getting to the other side of this, but obviously they no longer are here. Could it be plant growth or something? Like maybe they were focused on fostering survival and thriving in in this place while Talia was more focused on the science and trying to just kind of undo things. And so if she saw like proof of life yeah to kind of like remind her yeah okay yeah signs of life yeah yeah so signs of life for a reminder that something might survive Mm -hmm. i would say mine is finding like you said a little bit before brianna just the finding out there are other beings than them in existence somewhere 
that way Cassandra would know that their message does have a recipient, hopefully. Yeah, someone might hear this. Yeah, not just this is a cry into the void. Or into the black hole that's slowly getting bigger. You got yours yet, Daniel? Or are you still thinking on it? Yeah, I've got one. It's just like, it's one of those like gambles whether or not it actually works out in my favor or not. But I will have hope when I see them hurt. Keep in mind, there's exactly one thing that will be able to harm them, and that is light. Yep. That is their one weakness. Mm-hmm. I know. But it's kind of fun, right? So I think I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. There are ways that that could work. You know, sometimes damage is damage. Mm-hmm. May not kill them, but it could hurt. <laughs> okay, so the next one we are going to establish is your brink. These are traits that show what the character may become when pushed to the edge of fear, hopelessness, and desperation. So these are only going to be between you and the person that you give the break. We phrase it as, I saw you blank. Something you saw someone do in a moment when they thought no one was watching. The more situations the brink can apply to, the better. With the brinks, when you embrace your brink, you get to re-roll the entire dice pool. If it's successful, you can keep it and you can embrace it again, sometimes even multiple times in one scene, so it's very useful. But if you embrace your brink and then you fail that dice roll, mm-hmm. the brink is burned, a candle goes out, and you also lose your moment. Hope is lost. So when you mean embracing the brink, you mean doing what that person said, or...? Yeah. Um... Maybe we should have mentioned that beforehand, sorry. Yeah, because... Well, we'll see how that happens. (laughs) If... I will allow if it's kind of similar, like in the same vein, depending on what your brink is, I will allow for that. And for equipment, you basically just got whatever you would have on you and that's it but there's a chance to get more equipment as you go because every time a candle goes out there's a phase called the truth phase where we go around the circle and we establish truths which I can reiterate that when we get to them truth could be related to something that's going to be coming up it could be things that you find the only limits are you cannot use a truth to undo the role you just failed, and you cannot use a truth to weaken them in any way. You cannot give them new weaknesses. You can say that there's going to be a flashlight in the next room, or things like that. Or you can say negative things, which is fun too. Yes. You could also use it to make your life more difficult, or give me more fun things to play with. It is entirely up to you. You can also, if you don't know what to say, tell us how your character's doing. (laughs) The truth could just be, I'm terrified. There's one last little bit that is usually recorded, but I'm going to have y'all write it down and then read it when it would normally be replayed. What message would your character leave behind before you go on this quest, just in case it fails? If we are ready... We can start. 
just gonna set a little bit of a scene. Y'all are probably gathered in what is left of a building. You know what your goal is. Trying to get to the library so you can find Pandora's box and find where the ten candles are. And the sun is slowly darkening from the center. What are you going to do? I have a question. So we've we've never been in this city before. This wasn't our home before it collapsed. It's just this is a strange ruined civilization. Humanity used to live here and you fled here. So you kind of know your way around? Maybe. I don't know. It depends on how well the person taking the lead rolls to find the library. So what are y'all gonna do? Is there still atmosphere here or are we in suits or what's going on? I'll say there's still atmosphere. Okay. So, does anyone have a map of the city or anything that we can find this library? Was this a common library or specialized? Does someone want to roll to see if you can find a map? I'm the wrong person to ask. You're the smart ones. Just roll to look around. Okay. I'll roll. So we roll 10 dice? Yeah, you roll 10d6. That's a lot of ones. Well, you got some sixes, so you succeed, but you got three ones, so... Are you going to burn your first trait? Yes. I will burn a trait. Okay, so you get to reroll three of those. Okay, that's better. Yep. None of those are ones. You succeed, I don't get any dice, and you get to narrate what happens. Cassandra starts looking around, well... She with her new acquaintances. I don't know how close we are at this point. She looks around, sees if there are any mappings in a place that looks like it was once a transportation terminal of some sort. We find a map labeling where the library is. Hey, y'all have a map and know how to get to the library. What are y'all going to do now? So, is it a a straight route? Like, is it uh, roads? I mean, you've got the map. What do we have to expect? Do I narrate this as well? Yeah, like you're still narrating. You have the map in your hands. There are some turns, but it looks relatively straightforward. It's not like we have to backtrack a lot. You established earlier that we would know something about them about the light business. You said this only to Daniel, though, so I don't know if this is inside lore for the system. But do we all know this? Is this a thing that is generally known? I believe it is probably general knowledge that they stay away from the light. The world has gone dark, and possibly the only reason you are even slightly safe is there is still some light where you are, but it's fading. Yeah, I mean, Tali is going to look ahead through this curved path that Cassandra's pointed out, does she see, is there any dark spaces through Atlas and on this path? I don't know, are there? Well, you're looking at a map. I don't know if you can- Yeah. Right, but you're looking at a map and then you look up and then you see, ah, I see. There is like a building right here that's casting a huge shadow across like this little causeway that we need to go across. Well, in that case, that is an uncertain outcome, so roll me 10d6 and we'll see. Me? Oh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, how do I... 
It's whoever takes charge of doing a thing gets to do the dice roll. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh. oh man, that's that's a lot of sixes. Yeah, it is. But you have two more. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Good. Good. Oh, man. Excellent. We're good. <laughs> the dice are in your favor. The dice like you today. <laughs> For once. What do you see as you look out the window? Yeah, as I look out the window, I do see it is an intricate path through the city, but there does seem to be light cast throughout it, and it seems like I can see the library, and everything looks safe from what I can see. But Talia will still be like, I think we should exercise caution. We don't know if there could be a, uh, a dark area on the way there. Are we prepared for something like this? have whatever would make sense to be in your pockets. Well, I've got my belt buckle. I could swack something with that. You could swack something with a belt buckle. I'm sure that will work. I'm, listen, I... <laughs> that actually sounds very painful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, whether or not we're prepared for it, we have to try, don't we? That's why we all set out for this. We do have to try, but then if we die, then what was the point of trying? That's a really good point. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna die either way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I came into this plan with the expectation that I would probably die. So, I just really? worried that we would be too conscious would make time go against us. Time is not on our side. No, we're definitely going to die, but I'd rather we died after we actually achieved something. Sorry, Teddy. We are definitely going to die. Yep. You two are definitely going to die. That's right. Yeah. I was named after a tragic character. It's... I knew that... Yeah. No, no, no. And you're going to die. Well, fine. We will rely on Teddy's belt buckle and hope that that saves the day. I suppose let's go. All right, all right. I can go first. So I'm going to start going, and I'm just going to say that as I'm doing it, I'm also keeping an eye out for any other deviations in the path, other things that might be interesting, anything that might give us an edge, but we'll see. All right. Since you're taking the lead, whoever takes the lead on doing a thing, yep. you get to roll. Oof. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, not too bad. Yeah. We still have two more. Okay, so that's a success. Are you going to burn something? No. Three rolled one? No, I'm going to give you that die. All right. <laughs> Yay, I have a dice. I have a die. <laughs> you now have nine in your dice pool, but you do succeed. Okay. So we are following the path, and we are, at least for now, unhindered. But there is a storeroom along the way that we spot could be very useful. This uh this looks promising. What kind of storeroom is it? You'll have to go in to see. Or well, yeah, how did I you mean, how do you know it's a storeroom? Yeah. Teddy can narrate what it looks like what he thinks might be in it. Yeah, so I would recognize it. I would see this room and I can see like stacks of crates in there. I can't see what's in the crates and I can't see the labels, but I can see that there are crates there. And so, yeah, this looks like a storeroom and it looks promising to me because, you know, right now 
I'm the only one that's talking about having anything to deal with them, and we're talking about my belt buckle. Also, I will point out, crates are made of wood, wood is flammable. Fire gives you light. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing else we can make a sort of torch and light the torches on fire. Like this plan? That sounds good. Who's going in? After you, Cirrus. Did you say Cirrus? Cirrus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, then I'll go in. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Okay, give me the one more. Ooh. You did roll one, so you can burn to re-roll those two ones and see if one of them comes up a six. Okay. If none of them come up a six, is it just a middling? Is it just neither? If none of them come up a six, you have failed that roll and a candle goes out. So either you burn something and see if maybe something comes up as a six, or you don't and it's just a failure. And then a candle go out anyway. Yeah. Are you willing to take the chance? I'm already down one resource. But that would give you three dice. I will remind you that you can embrace your brink more than once if you keep it. I mean, there's only two other people. I can't. Brianna, you don't understand what my brink is. (laughs) Who broke Alexis? (laughs) I mean... It's the first candle. I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Because like we're gonna like this candle's gonna go out and then we'll get nine back total, so Yeah. Yeah, but she'll have three then. You also can establish some truths and give you some stuff. Mm-hmm. Give yourself some stuff, so Okay, yeah. But I'll keep it as a failure. Alright, so the first candle goes out. And now we tell some truths. We're going to start with the fact that the world is dark, and then we're going to go around and establish more truths until we have nine. So, the world is dark. There is a small anteroom within the storeroom where we can see three flashlights that appear to be in good working order. Maybe if we can see the library from here, like it's a pretty big building. Maybe it's got, mm-hmm. like, those lions out front. There's, like, a weird graffiti on one of them, like a weird marking on one of the lions. Sometimes we think we hear whispers. They can travel through shadows. There is a working convertible on the next building over. That way there's no shadows. Gotcha. Within the car. <laughs> Can I build on something, another truth that's been established? Yeah. Yo, okay. Then mine is, the whispers we hear sound uncannily like those we knew before who have passed. Yeah. The inside of the storeroom is also brightly lit. You'll find the keys to the convertible of the storeroom. They know about the monument. About the messenger? Yeah, the messenger. I probably made our lives much worse, but... I like that, though. That's that's fun. The world is dark. And we are alive. And we are still alive. alive. 
Alright, so since you failed that roll, you you can't open the door. You don't know why. The whispering behind you is starting to get louder. Actually, no, you do know why you can't open the door. The door is locked. Okay. But it's not a super sturdy door, so you might be able to break it down. There's also the window that Teddy saw great through. And I try to kick it down. Give me the roll. Okay. You have 96. Nine? Yes. Yeah, it refilled. The candle went out. Yeah, we have nine. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, how many dice did I get? I got two more. Yeah. Okay, that's... All right. That's a lot of sixes. Four sixes. You succeed and you get narrative control. Cool stuff. So she tries to get in there and I'm just... Goes me. And then I kick the door down, so... Mm-hmm. Now we're in, right? What do you see inside? I see a bunch of crates. And do I see the key? You are narrating what happens. You have narrative control. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I step into the storeroom, which is very well stocked. And there is a crate of flashlights and and a heretofore not understood key sitting on top of a uh, shelf. But I see the flashlights and I'm like, oh, look at that. Flashlights. Good instincts. <laughs> it definitely looks like some kind of car key. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> she doesn't have a car. <laughs> <She's> yeah. a- <laughs> Teddy takes his flashlight and is like sort of stroking it a little bit. It's like my precious. Like, you're going to help me out, buddy. You're going to help me out. <laughs> You'd be good with a flashlight and actually have batteries for once. Yeah. <laughs> be a fully charged flashlight now. What are y'all doing? I, I guess I also pick up a flashlight. And I test it. I try to turn it on. Does it turn on? Does it? I can decide that? Yeah, you you have narrative control. Alright, yeah. I'm not going to make you roll to see if this instance. Awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll flick it on just to make sure it works. And uh, once I see it does, I turn it right back off. I also yeah. grab a flashlight and the keys if they have not been grabbed yet. Yeah, I didn't grab them. I'm going to check the other crates to see if there's anything else useful. Like, I'm looking for weapons or other kinds of equipment. I mean, we're in the ruins. We have barely anything on our persons. So. Roll me 8d6. Okay. Because you, you did lose a dice in the last round. Don't worry, it's not lonely. It has friends now. Oh! Brianna, you scare me. Oh. Ooh. Ah. Uh. So. Listeners can probably guess how that roll went. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a success, but it's got a couple ones. And I don't know yet what Brianna rolled. I didn't get any sexes, so you would get near to control, but... Okay. If you want to do anything about the ones. Yeah, I do. So, Teddy opens up, like, the first crate, and it is utterly just, like, empty of anything useful. There's just pointless knickknacks and things like that, or expired food. But Teddy's optimistic. So, Teddy is going to continue trying other crates, and so... Let's get those three rolls. Woo! Yay. So now you have no ones. Mm -hmm. So continue narrating. Okay. 
I find some rope and cabling and spare batteries for us. Good call. Hey guys, look what I found. Oh. Who wants batteries? Yeah. You distribute the batteries amongst Mm -hmm. yourselves. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Tali is looking at the box of expired food. And it's just like, oh, I haven't seen those since I was a kid. Look at that. (laughs) And she'll probably take some of it out. It's like Twinkies. The kind of food where it has an expiration date, but it doesn't really actually expire. It's kind of fine. It's just not great. Or is it like, we can hope. Don't don't touch it. (laughs) Probably some combination of the two. Great. And it's up to our narrator. Oh, is that me? Or is that Teddy? That's Teddy, isn't it? Because Teddy is the one that created their existence. Yeah, so it's expired, but it's the kind of food that you practically know. Its lifetime is really measured in like a half-life, like a radioactive (laughs) half-life. Like, it will last a long time. It will eventually go bad. These might be stale, but you've you've essentially found like Twinkies. I eat the space Twinkies. I'm not going to make you roll for that. What do y'all do next? <laughs> Before we go, I would like to grab some of the planks of wood just to try mm. for, like, makeshift torches just in case the flashlights die. I'll say this has probably been here long enough. I'm not going to make you roll to see if you can get the planks of wood apart. It's not that difficult to just take a lid and smash it <laughs> on the ground. Mm-hmm. Not particularly quiet, but so you now have only slightly questionable snacks, flashlights, spare batteries, and I'm gonna and a lot of noise. Just roll to see. Actually, Lexus, just roll me one d6 to see how many usable pieces of wood you get. Four. You now have four pieces of wood that could potentially be turned into torches. What do y'all do now? I guess we head on? Yeah, we've got wheels now, right? You have keys. We have keys. Is there, like, a little dongle for, like, an alarm? Or a lock thing? I believe Dan found those, so Dan doesn't have one of those things where you can just make it beep beep. Yes, it has a fob on it. Okay. So make it go beep beep. (laughs) Can you... Give me a roll, because, fun fact, those can die. (laughs) The battery in those can die. Oh. So, I believe you're at... Yeah, you're at 8d6. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. All right, four sixes. Good, good, good. Yep, I'm not going to roll to see if I get narrative control. I'm not. I'm playing that, like, if we get the same number of sixes, you get it. Okay. So, what happens when you push the button? It makes quiet beep that we can then locate into finding the car. Hey, you found a car. Yeah. What are you going to do now? Who's the best driver? I did not know how to drive. Yeah, I was going to say, Talia already said that she didn't have, doesn't have a car. Okay, Teddy, do you know how to drive? Let's say it's been a while, but sure. Well, this will go great. Would you rather I drive? Yes. Okay. Then I turn the car on and have everyone get in. 
Roll to see how well you drive it on the road. Oof. In, yeah? Uh. Do you want to try? Oh yeah, you don't have anything else to burn, do you? I mean, I have one trait to burn. It could give you a, a chance to succeed. I'm, it's up to you. I mean, I would roll two dice. You have, what, five now, Brianna? Or four? I just have four. It gives you a small chance of getting a six. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't like it that you would then have six dice. Mm-hmm. If we don't. So I guess I have to try. It could be argued that the fact that there's a still working vehicle here next to a well-lit building is a sign that there are other people. Okay. So, if, do you want to give me another roll to see if you can live your hope and maybe find proof in the car that there are other people here? Do you want to try that? It's really early. But then you'll have your hope die. You'll have the die which, if it rolls a five, is a success. Yeah. I'll use my um, moment of hope. Give me another 8d6. Another 8d6. Okay. Okay, that's... Got two sixes. You have succeeded in living your hope moment. What is it about this car that gives you the hope? Do you find something, or...? Yes. I would say that there is a little visor, and in the visor, you open the visor up, and a photograph floats down with of just like a family hugging each other and and on the back it writes no matter how far the distance is we will always try to come back to you I picture that like the the ink is still kind of wet so it looks like it was recently written alright so now that you've embraced your hope I might be doing this wrong. I apologize to listeners, but yeah, go ahead and do another roll, and you can either roll a... I will say now you are now at 76. So I'm re-rolling a, a third time? Because you found your hope, but it's driving the car. Yeah, I thought that's why we you had me re-roll all eight. So that was to live your hope moments. Now you oh, have okay. die. Okay, now I I don't have... know if that retroactively will help you drive the car better, though. I don't think it undoes the last one from what I'm reading. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, I think I might have done that a little backwards. You still have your hope, but... I'll just say we can retcon and say you did that before because I did that backwards okay. and I don't want to take that away from you. Okay. So for using the farthest on the right, then that roll to drive would have succeeded. I will remember better in the future. Okay. Okay. So, so you do succeed in driving the car, but you only got one success and I got three sixes. So I get to narrate how this goes, unless you want to seize control. Uh, 
No, I I think I'll uh, let you narrate for right now. So you're able to get the car started. It's a little louder than you expected it to be, but it runs just fine. As you're driving along, you realize you're going to have to take a slightly different route than you had originally planned. Because when you were on foot, you could cut through some side streets. But now that you're driving, you have to take a little bit of a different route to get to the library. And some of the areas are kind of shadowy, and you can hear those whispers are getting louder. Okay, guys, should we use our flashlights as sort of makeshift headlights and try to dispel as much of this darkness as possible? What, you just want us to point them at the shadows? I mean... Do we have a better plan? Yeah. No, I was just asking. Talia will just turn her flashlight on and point it out the window. Teddy will do the same. Cassandra gives her flashlight temporarily to someone, so they have two. So it's three beams. Teddy will take it. Who wants to roll to see if this works? Talia sounded like she was taking the lead. Yeah, Talia will do it. (laughs) Give me the roll. You have six now. I don't like that. Yeah, okay. okay. One, yeah. six, no one. Nice. So what happens is you start pointing your flashlights out the window <laughs> into the shadows. Yeah, we all point our, our flashlights out the window at the shadows, and it gets a little less shadowy out there. Mm-hmm. And presumably also, like, I don't know, maybe at some point Talia accidentally, like, swings the flashlight till it hits the... It's like the side view mirror, and then it makes even more, like, Mm. light everywhere. So then she's like, oh, wait, that's a good idea. And then so she does that, so. Now um, they can't follow you. Yeah. (laughs) Just try it. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's what she does. Yeah, very cool. And you continue on, and you get to the library. And you see the stone lion statue with the interesting graffiti on it. Not sure how fresh it is, but that's not something you see a lot of in this ruined city. What are y'all gonna do? Does anyone know what that is? Or think it's sinister? I don't know if it's related to them or not, but... Can I go up to look at it to see what substance it is it was made with? Yeah. Give me the roll. 66. As you investigate the mysterious graffiti. Boy, I do not do great. Oh, jeez. Burn a trait and hope for the best? I will do that. I will burn a trait and hope for the best. So that's just one, right? Yeah, you just get to re-roll the one. Okay. I don't succeed. Another candle goes out. (gasps) The world is dark. They have corporeal forms. The lights are on in the library. There's more graffiti inside the library, this time painted in blood. Thanks, I hate that. And they are not yet in the library. The blood-painted graffiti is not fresh. There's one of these signs that looks familiar specifically to Teddy from his travels. The library is not unoccupied. You'll need to go through the basement to get to the vault. And as that is eight, the world is dark. 
And we are alive. We are alive. We are alive. So, Thalia, as you look at this graffiti, it's like the whispering gets louder and louder. And there's just like this terror that overtakes your mind. You just take off running. Um, which direction? Naya? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm going to roll and see. You are running into the library, at least. That's okay. <laughs> but you all watch as Thalia just looks and is inspecting, and sudden panic might have a scream or verbal reaction, just like, oh my god, and books it into the library ahead of you. I look at Cassandra, I'm like... And you can also hear the whispers getting louder. What are you going to do? She's motivated, and those whispers are making me motivated. We should go. Yeah, turn off the car. Lock it. Not necessarily make the beeping sound, but just to where you can quietly hear the lock engage. You're gonna lock the convertible with the top down. Okay, yeah, that's true. I'll just take the key out of the ignition <laughs> then turn it off. Um, and say, I'm right behind you. Oh, yeah, give me back my flashlight, Teddy, please. Teddy looks a little forlorn for a moment, but hands it back. <laughs> Teddy, give me a roll as you chase after Thalia. Okay. We're how many now? You are at eight. Okay. That's three sixes and one one. I'll keep it. Okay. Teddy is uh, running up to catch up with Talia. As he catches up, we can see that the doors are open a crack and unlatched. So Talia will pro- probably try to push them open, right? To run inside? Okay. Yeah, and I did describe that Talia was running straight into the library. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she just pushes right through and goes inside. I think it's like around when you get inside that it, it starts wearing off a little bit. But you are now alone in the library. Yay. So those whispers are getting closer. Should we try to seal this door behind us? Yeah, that may be best option. I mean, we're not really equipped to do a siege thing, but, you know, anything to slow whatever those things are down. Whatever is going to be sealing the door, we'll roll to see how you were able to seal it. I'll give it a I mean, try. It sounded like Teddy was taking the lead in that. Yeah. yeah. Whew, okay. Two successes. Working together, we're able to push the doors shut, and there are some desks here in the entryway that we can pull over and basically prop up against the door and like try to secure it as best we can, in addition to whatever latching mechanism might exist. Like we're trying to reinforce it a little bit. But you know, as we finish like getting everything in place, like Teddy kind of turns around and says, like, well, here's hoping there's another way out as well. But <laughs> at least this is sealed. Or window. Mm. I'm gonna go out a window, but let's. Libraries usually have more than one door, but as you yeah. look around, we'll let Teddy continue narrating. What do you see? It's a massive hall in this entryway, and there, there's no books in this particular part of the library. This is just sort of an entryway, but there are further doors down the hallway that lead into different parts of the collection, but. On the walls, there is graffiti that is painted in blood, like very clearly like smeared blood. And and the symbol from Teddy's travels, 
So when Teddy was growing up, his dad used to, during his spelling tests and things like that, if he did well on them, like the take-home tests, his dad would draw a little picture of himself, sort of like a stylized smiley face with a beard. And it was just like his dad's symbol on it. And for whatever reason, one of these pieces of graffiti looks very similar to that drawing. But there are other pictures here too that Teddy would have no idea about. And how do y'all react to the blood graffiti? The dried blood graffiti. Yeah, Talia will catch her breath and, and look at all of it and say, what is all of this? Are these just drawings? Yeah. Yo, this place sucks, by the way. I don't like it, no. It's terrible. Do either of you have any knowledge of, um, like, groups of people or other beings turning on each other like this? Well, I mean, we're jumping to some conclusions here, right? But, I mean, it's weird that there's doodles all over, but... Have you ever known a pacifist to draw with blood? Okay, that's a valid point. (laughs) I'm not saying we attack on sight, but at least be careful. Teddy just takes some practice swings with his belt buckle again. The blood looks old, so whatever it is, maybe it's gone. Maybe. We can hope for that at least, but we should probably be on guard anyway while we head to the vault. Yeah. The question is, do y'all know where to find the vault? Who's gonna lead the way to do to find it? Oh, you can. Okay. I think Alexis is very afraid of the dice roller. I am. I am. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh. Dice are no longer oh. in my favorite today. No. Yikes. Three ones. I mean, it's been what, like two hours? Yeah. Yeah, it's been almost two hours and we have two candles out. It's it's about time for that very quick downward, downward slide. <laughs> there we go, it's me. <laughs> you have anything? I mean, you could burn a trait. I sure could. Yeah, sure, I'll burn a trait. Why not? Let's do it. Let's try. I just worry <laughs> about giving her three extra dice. <laughs> that is a fear. It's, you get to re-roll three. Okay. Like, I love you, Brianna, but you having dice scares me right now. Well, (laughs) another candle goes out. You're welcome, guys. (laughs) Is what it is. It's fine. The world is dark. The basement is well lit. The further in you get into the library, there are personal messages written in blood rather than drawings. As you wander through the library... The stacks cast long shadows. The whispers are their scouts, and they know where you are. Other beings besides us who are in the library are not near the basement at this time. There's a section for the librarian, and they kept a gun. Gun at the librarian desk. (laughs) You've seen this library. This is haunted. Well, it might not. It certainly is now. Yeah. At this point, we have one more. I might be nice and drop a hint that you'll still do not currently have a way to know 
where the vault is. I'm gonna live dangerously and ignore your hand. That is yeah, up to you. And say, these personal messages written in blood, the deeper that we go into the stacks, the more similar they all become until they seem to be repeating the same sentence over and over again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The world is dark. And we are alive. And we are alive, I think. Well, yeah, you confidently take charge. You're going to leave people through the vault. And let's say your logic is people sometimes hide, hide valuables up in the attic. So you start just leading the group upstairs. And as you go up, you're seeing the graffiti continues and you keep wandering where you think it'll be and you see the messages. Personal messages people left for their family and for their loved ones and warning about the coming of them and it just keeps going until it's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it's almost like you can hear their voices as they're saying what they wrote and you realize you're not sure if it's just your imagination or if it is actually the whispers. But you eventually realize you were going in the wrong direction. And what do you do? Maybe the, the librarian's area would have um, some sort of map or diagram or something because I would really rather not be near these messages that are also in blood. Still dry blood, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, Talia seems affected by these yeah. messages. Yeah. It's just like, we should go. Also, who at least kind of wants to burn this library down once we find the vault? Oh yeah, this place sucks. Have fun burning down a stone building. We will. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't say we would do it, just want to. Yeah. So I guess Cassandra takes a crack at finding the librarian area to try to find a diagram or something. Roll me 76 to see if you can find it and what you find. So two successes, two failures. Well, I can't really do anything about those, can you? I mean, I could burn my other trait, but... Up to you. Do I want to? And it's entirely up to you. No. I don't think I will this time. Alright. So that will knock you all down to four for a bit. But you did succeed, so what happens? Four. Oh wait, seven. I'm bad at math. It knocks you down to five. Apologies. Five dice. Okay. You scared me. Okay. Blonde moment. So as we see this whispering and the messages, which is still very disconcerting, we somehow find ourselves at the librarian's desk, and we see the gun with bullets near it. Looks like a full clip and a diagram showing uh, the different levels of the library and then one odd area in the basement that it almost looks like they're trying to maybe hide something? It's like the basement is smaller than it should be. Or there's like a space in there that doesn't look quite right when you look at the other floors of the building. 
It also has stair showing where stairs are to the different floors. So you will now have a map. And a gun. Bullets. <laughs> it will certainly be distracting. What are y'all gonna do now? I'm assuming you share your finds. Yeah. A gun? Can you shoot a gun? Mm, I could try. Ah, uh, I mean, yeah, I could attempt. Uh, does anyone else know how to shoot a gun? I'm only like 20, remember? So... I'll take the gun if you want. Yeah, or I can. You know how to shoot? Sure. It sounds like both of us do. Yeah. How hard could it be? Wait, does that mean you don't know how to shoot, Teddy? Well, I mean, you just point and pull the trigger, right? I think there may be more steps, something with other moving parts of the gun itself. Do you know how to shoot, Taya? I have shot a gun before, and it sounds like neither of you have, so maybe I should have the gun. <laughs> Cassandra's like, okay, we're gonna give that to her. Okay. Congratulations, Thalia. You now have a gun. Yay. What kind of gun? How many bullets do y'all have? This needs to be established. That is true. You said a clip, so I'm wondering. Let's say we could retcon and say, like, a six-shot revolver, because... Yeah, I was That's thinking fine. That works yeah, for me. a gun with six shots. Yeah. Like a six-shot handgun. Okay. A librarian wouldn't have anything too crazy hiding. Like, a shotgun would be really hard to hide. Depends on the librarian, but yeah. Yeah, but like, <laughs> bigger gun. Have you, you seen how big those desks are? Yeah, that's true. Have you seen how big those desks are and how much cleaning supplies they have back there? It's nuts. But we've established it's a six shot. Okay, yes. So you have six shots. You don't know if they'll work, but nope. you'll do something. <laughs> mm hmm. So who's gonna take the lead to head down to where you think the vault might be? I do have the map, so... Lead on. Okay. Yep. <laughs> 5d6. 3,4,5. Okay, and then I use my hope die. You got two sixes, so it's I a think. success. Yeah. I don't want to burn anything for that one failure, so... But we are getting low on dice. Yeah, well, eventually someone will fail, the candle will go right, and I'll get a bit of a refill. It'll be me. Just give me something to do, and then I'll fail. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> it's just my character has the map. <laughs> so, what what happens as you start heading towards what you hope is the vault? So, yeah, we follow the map. We see the messages, which somehow they do the same thing. I guess decline into just I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry in that direction, which is very creepy. May we may hear like far movement, which is also disconcerting because it sounds like whatever made those messages is not gone, but they're not nearby. It sounds like they may be like a floor up or something. So we move quietly to the stairs where the basement is and go down to the basement. Which we have already said is well lit. Yes. Because I'm not going in no dark basement. <laughs> Basements are creepy enough. Yeah, without yeah, we're good. lights being off. We're good. <laughs> so, what do you see in the basement? 
we see more books. Um, it looks like this was like a storage area for records and more books that were generally like unused or older that they couldn't get rid of or find other uses for. And there are more messages. There's more blood. I want to say blood things. I guess it sort of devolves into almost a squiggle, which is kind of more concerning <laughs> in a way. Because it almost sounds like the whispers become like almost like static. And that's somehow worse. Oh, that's that's really freaking creepy. That's really damn creepy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, instead of words, it's now static just in your ears. You're like, ooh, ooh I don't love this. All the voices kind of blending together. Yeah. Into something incomprehensible. Yeah. God, that's creepy. I hate it. It's, I love it's it. still quiet, though. It's not like our ears are bleeding from it. So yeah, we're now in the basement. Time to see if you can find the vault. So what do you guys think? Is this more like a puzzle game or more like a... Like, what, what do you think we should do to look for a vault? You think this is a game, Teddy? This is not a game. You are looking for Pandora's box. It's the vault of best forgotten secrets. So you don't... I don't know if y'all know exactly what it looks like. Is there, like, a puzzle mechanism? Is that what you mean? It's... It's possible. I think we should maybe figure out where the door could possibly be first. Like, if the librarians knew it was there, I doubt they would put, like, a bookshelf or anything in front of it. You are looking for a box. Which a box could be any size. Which is the vault of best forgotten secrets. It might be in our room, in the locked room, possibly, but you will have to roll to see. I'll look for the place, and like I'll try to find this, where it might be. I'll search the basement. Okay. 46. Okay, alright. That's good. Alright, so you succeed. Now here's the real question. I got two sixes, so... I narrate, unless you want to seize control. Yes, I will seize control. Alright, candle goes out. Describe what happens and then we will get to the truths. We find the door to what looks to be a more secured area of the library. And it is definitely clearly marked with a authorized staff only sign. It would make sense that something so valuable will be kept there, but before we see if you can get into the room, it's time for some truth, starting with the fact that the world is dark. I will do this one, which is both a hindrance and concerning. You can see on the other side of the door, there's like a window pane or something, that the lights are on, but it looks like the lights are controlled by a motion sensor. So something is moving in there, in the vault, to make the lights go on. I love that. Thank you. Because <laughs> I might get to decide what that is. Yeah, it could be helpful. It could be a good thing, right? It could it's, be. it's possible. It could be a cat. It could be one of them. It could be one of the others that is in here. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
there is a shelf down here in the basement that has a spare key card for the door. Mm, that's good. They are in the library. They're now in the library. Great. Wait, damn it, I had a good one. I forgot it. Shit. <laughs> one of the others is nearby. There is a second way out of the vault that does not go back through the library, but it will need to be found. One more. The others can be reasoned with, but it would be difficult. The world is dark. And we're alive. We are alive. So, you have found the locker room where you believe Pandora's box is most likely going to be. How are you going to get in? What do you do? Do you want me to just try to knock it over? Maybe there's a an extra key somewhere here? Shouldn't we try that before we just brute force our way in? I like the sound of kicking down a door. It could be loud, but it's up to you. Fine, yes, we should probably look to see if there is a key. Who's gonna look? I guess I'm taking charge here, so I will. <laughs> Alright. At six? Yep, you have 66. Let's hope I do something with it. Yay! You succeed! Yay. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you get to narrate. Yay. Okay. Yeah. I have lots of dice and did not get a single six on that roll, so. Good. Because okay. <laughs> you're looking around, what happens? So, yeah, as, as Talia is looking around, she does locate a key card on a shelf, and she picks that up. And I think as she, like, kind of walks towards the door, she does hear something stirring inside, and is canny enough to take pause at this and step back to the others, and says, I think there is something in there. Do you want one of us to take the key card? Will you shoot? Sure. If you open the door, I can aim. Okay. And, and what were you going to say, Teddy? I was about to offer to do the exact same thing, so you want to open the door, that's totally fine. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Give me the roll. Okay. Do success. Okay. Good. As you open the door, what happens? I open the door, and I see this very large, mangy-looking rat. And it looks back at me, because no one's used that door in a a long time, it looks like. And it runs off and under a shelf. That's what this scuttling noise was, at least. What happens next? Look for Pandora's box, I guess. Who wants to lead the search? Yeah, look for a box. I guess since I was the sucker who said it first, how many dice is it again? No. Uh, six? Yeah, six. Cool. Nice. Okay. Alright. That's good. Google Dice Roller really doesn't like to let me narrate much. What are you going to do? So, for the listener's sake, there is one one in there, but I'm going to keep it. I mean, a one here or there, it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, well, you know, it's more, more uh, dice for you. 
Mm. How many dice? I'm not going to tell you. So, we're searching this room, and we do find Pandora's box, or at least what seems to be labeled as it. It is roughly four feet in length, two feet high, two feet wide, and utterly ebon to the point where even though we know in theory this thing opens, you can't see the scene. You know. That's what you're looking for. Who's ready to try to let hope out of this thing? Or at least figure out how to do it. Should we maybe get somewhere safe before we do? I mean, can we even lift it? Can we not? Does someone want to investigate the box? I will investigate the box. Alright, give me the roll, Do you want me to hold the gun while you do, just in case? Yeah, sure. Okay. We are 5d6. Okay. I got a 1-1, one, one, yeah. but I got two six. Two sixes. Yeah, which is good. So, you gonna let me have that dice? There. Ah, 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 okay. So, what I have is my moment, right? Or the hope thing? That's what I have? That's basically all I have left? That in the brink? Yeah. Yeah, if you use both traits, yeah. How do I use my moment again? So it's whenever you're ready to live your moment. It doesn't really work retroactively, though. Retroact- oh, oh, oh. So wait, where does it work? Like, you can't, like, live your moment and then use it to- go back and re-roll, but I shall say, yeah, your moment would be, like, signs of life continuing, so mm-hmm. if you would like to roll to see if that gives you hope, the mangy rat that you saw. Oh, okay. There is life. Yeah. It only lets you re-roll future rolls after you live it. Got it. Okay, so I'm gonna wait. I don't think she thinks the rat is very hopeful. It's not quite triggered anything in there. So yeah, you can have that. You can add that dice to your hoard. Okay. Because I don't think I have anything else I can do. I just have such a nice little hoard of d6s. That's definitely boring. You gonna tell us what your total is at the end of this? Yeah. I'm afraid. Okay. So, what happens? I guess as she's observing this enormous box without a seam... She's going to look this over. She scrutinizes it enough and brings the flashlight up to it is what she starts to do. She finds the latch for the box. It's gotten so dusty and whatnot so that it, it seems almost obscured by it, but she's able to like work her nail up under it and pull the box open. I have to say what's in there? Teddy takes a step back. <laughs> so you were told that the box itself is the key to the resting place of where the ten candles are, so what's in the box? It's up to you. What's in the box? Box itself is the key to where the ten candles are? So you're looking for an artifact known as the ten candles. The library of Hecate should hold the key to their final resting place in the vault of Best Forgotten Secrets Pandora's box. That box inside of it is the key to where the candles are. I mean, there could be a smaller box in that box. 
<laughs> it could just be a nesting doll of boxes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I hadn't gone for this. I have to be creative now. You um, open it, there's like a little gnome with a sign. <laughs> also, I've listened to your podcast. Don't you dare say you're not creative. I write notes ahead of time. So it's all a farce. Okay, so, yeah. So she's <laughs> able to get <laughs> this this latch open. And as she does, I think, quite worryingly, the lights flicker a little bit in the basement. And there is just a wind that comes through. But this wind scatters the dust in the area to kind of collect on these footsteps that go down further into the basement. The footsteps are strange. They almost seem to have still more strange little drawings in them. Teddy slowly points the gun in the same direction those footsteps are going. And it's just like, what the fuck are those? Talia closes the box. And it's just like... I don't know. They don't look normal. Cassandra holds her flashlight and, like, once the lights flicker, she's like, flashlight. I suppose it's the only lead we have. Yeah. I really don't like it, but yeah. I don't think I've liked anything that has happened no. today. Yeah, yo, this place sucks. I kind of like the rat. The rat was a nice moment of normalcy, but the rest of it, no. No, no, no. I like the snacks. You're right. I did like one of them. <laughs> I was like, going from the rat to snacks, I'm like, that's a yeah. transition. I mean, <laughs> just finding one positive thing in your day. <laughs> so what are y'all gonna do? Let's just go. I suppose. And Talia will start following the footsteps. Okay. 46. Uh, four, that's right. I, I, I wanted to believe. <laughs> You don't have anything to burn. I mean, I sure don't, do could I? Could you embrace your brink? My brink. Okay. How do I do that? Well, it partially depends on what your brink is, but brinks okay. may be embraced to re-roll your entire dice pool. You can choose to embrace and use it to re-roll. Oh. So, could your brink apply to this situation? I'll show you what it is, you know, and then you can decide. Cause it would be a flavor situation. I tried to make it vague, but uh, mm. <laughs> that would fit within your character. Yeah, so. I can see her doing it in her field, but yeah, but I don't know if in this, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, as you start to follow the steps, another candle goes out. And the world is dark. The others are not just in the library. They are in other parts of the city. There's a strange door at the end of this hall, which does not permit any light or sound through it. It feels unnervingly vacuous on the other side. The others know we're here. Outside, the shadows grow longer as the sun starts to grow darker. The candles are guarded by something. The world is dark. And we are alive. We're still alive. We're alive. Valia, as you start following the footsteps as you lead the way, they 
start to fade rapidly and you can hear in the distance behind you there are footsteps coming down the stairs. You don't know how many. You don't know who it is. But there's someone coming for you. And you do see there's a door at the end of the hallway that just seems out of place. You're not sure why. What are you going to do? At that point, Cassandra whispered to them, Why do you break for it? What do you mean through the door? Is there another way? Let's hide. I want to know what is coming. But then what if they stay down here? Do you have Talia's gun, so Talia, if you, you can shoot them, I guess. F6 bullets. There's a lot of footsteps. Six bullets and I'm not rolling hot. Maybe we could try setting something on, like, make make some sort of barricade and light it on fire? Maybe? That'll buy us some time? I don't know how how they feel about fire, but... Fire in a library. Do we have much choice? I just don't know what our other options are. We could try to run to that door, but did the footsteps go to the door? Or'd they go somewhere else? They were kind of going in that direction. Also, you guys do not have much time. Who is going to take charge and decide what you do? We could shoot a warning shot, see if it slows them down. I mean, you could also let them know where we are exactly, so... And then waste a bullet. Yeah. These are all fair points. I suppose let's hide, and we can shoot if we need to, and make a fire. Yeah. Roll the half-eyed hiding space. Just remember, if you use a hope, you need that before you roll. I don't know why I rolled that. Somebody else was leading it, wasn't it? But yeah, let's tell you. Yeah. We'll ignore that. Yeah, please ignore. I'll that. be nice okay. and ignore okay. that. I was like, I'm not gonna roll any better. <laughs> you don't know. I was trying to set up my die to be like matching what we have, oh, and then I just hit roll it yeah. by instinct. <laughs> I think you know what. Okay. Do I just kind of declare a moment before I roll? Is that how it goes? So, well, so like your moment is like a separate action where you're trying to say, I want to hopefully get my hope die that I can use on action yeah. going forward. Yes. So you could do it first. This would not be related to me succeeding, just related to, like, right. I want to get this hope die. This also does fit with your hope, and since you have not already rolled, it would not have to worry about the retroactive. So if you would like to roll... The 5d6. Would I like to? Okay, so this is. This I mean, is the hope for... die is nice. Yeah, when a character is ready to live their moment, a conflict roll is required. If the roll is successful, hope is inspired and you gain a hope die. The hope die is nice. I just don't want hope to die in me. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> fair. That's very fair. Which, which is why I'm very afraid. Yeah, I don't think you can fully lose your hope. You only fully lose it when you. When the brink happens, right? If you fail the brink when you or whatever. Fail. Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I think the sound of these people coming, that in itself is a sign of life, but I think also life philosophically, as in Talia wanting to protect Teddy and Cassandra is also something for her that she would be trying to tap hope for. So we'll see. Nope. Mm-mm. You failed. And Hope is dead. Yeah. A candle darkens. <gasps> Yikes. Oh, that's what that means. Yeah. Oh. 
So you try and feel hope. Honestly, you can't convince yourself that it's not them. It's of course like it's it's got to be them, or if it's whoever left that blood, they're not human anymore. You aren't able to grasp onto that hope because, as it's time for truths, the world is dark. The ten candles are all in the same room, but it is a large room. So they are all in one large room that is guarded by something. The candle's being guarded by somewhat of a leader to the others. Speaking of, you were making a face, and I'm like, this is gonna be good. That strange door behind us, something starts to slowly knock on it from the other side. If it isn't let in, it might just come in. Because the world is dark. And we are alive. We're alive? We're alive. So, I'm willing to hide? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Down to four. Are you in a headspace for your looking? Because I kind of picture that you did, like you stopped to listen, like, maybe they're people, maybe they're people, but then just, they aren't in... You're starting to lose sight of that hope. It's not gone. Right. Yeah, she, I think she would hesitate for a moment. Definitely long enough for someone else to be like, okay, well, never mind, we need to hide. Teddy is definitely hiding as fast as he can since he doesn't have the gun anymore. As you hear, just a soft... I don't know if you know where it's coming from. There's just like a soft knock. Yeah, so Teddy's trying to find, for himself at least, a hiding spot that would be hidden from both angles. But we'll roll the dice and see how that comes up. So it's four dice, right? Yes. Nice. So I've got one success. Okay. Now it's my turn. And you get to narrate. What happens? Teddy definitely finds a hiding spot that is angled away so that like if something came in the door it wouldn't see him right away same thing with people coming in from the other side of the door there are also hiding spots for Talia and Cassandra but they are not as well positioned as Teddy's do you show them where the hiding spots are or do they just exist and they can find them if they want to no Teddy Teddy points them out just wondering Okay. Teddy's helping um, them hide, but he's definitely picking the one place that he knows for sure that neither door that people could enter and would see him from. So he's doing that for himself. You found like a little divot in the wall and you're just like pressed up against it. Yeah. Cassandra sort of motions to Talia to hide, but she will remember that Teddy kind of tried to save himself first. what Teddy do. But Cassandra's vindictive, so yeah, we'll see right. how this goes. True. <laughs> like, that's ironic considering also Vi. Yeah. <laughs> Vi there, yeah, there's a, there's an action that Vi would definitely take at this point. I'm like, no. No. let see how this goes first. If Alexis is playing Vi, Teddy would be dead right now. Probably. Or unconscious. 
Yeah, more like if I was playing Vi right now, Teddy would be uh, trussed up as like a sacrifice, maybe, <laughs> for the others. Or whoever it is that's coming, you don't know. Yeah, whichever. Maybe you continue narrating as. Oh, I get to even though. Well, because you took the last action, I don't think anyone else is really taking the lead on doing something. No. So we're going to be hidden as whoever's coming down the stairs enters the room. The people that come in, there are a lot of them, and they look human, and they're armed with clubs and knives. Imagine you can see this. Also, I like y'all making your own kind of games. I just sit back and watch the world play. <laughs> what are y'all gonna do? These well-armed people are walking by. Are they looking around or just walking straight forward? I think we established the others know you're here. Okay. I'm gonna say they're probably looking for you. You're muttering like, yeah, there's someone in here, someone in here, I have to find them. Are you sure you heard a sound down here? Yeah, no one's down here. Yeah, whatever. I guess since Talia can say they only have clubs, she's going to stand up and just be like, who are you? Give me the roll to see what the outcome is, because this is definitely an uncertain outcome. Well, I think it's kind of certain. I think it's kind of certain I'm going to beef this completely. Okay, wait, so it's how I many? mean, you do have the gun, but... We are at 4d6. Yeah, alright. Oh, boy. Oh my god. Oh! <laughs> oh! Dear listeners. It's almost worse it could be. It could have been worse. Oh, uh, by one. Yeah, dear dear listeners. How optimistic of you. (laughs) We just got three ones and a two. Mm Mm-hmm. And hope is dead. I mean, you could use your brink, I guess? Well, I don't know that it really can be used. I mean... They're trying to do something and trying to stop them. You don't know what they're doing, though. You don't know what their goal is, so I don't know how you could sabotage it. Could it have been that it's something that's come back to bite me? That maybe these people were working on something and I've sabotaged them in the past? Ooh. I kind of like that. <laughs> it's a stretch of the rules, but I like it. So, give me that reroll. Maybe I just need to think more positively. Think positive thoughts. I can do this. Teddy said I could do this. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yay! Okay. <laughs> There we go. Right. I mean, I get a dice, but it has gone up to two. We got two sixes. Oh, okay. That's something. Okay. And I got That's three. Thing. So I get to narrate unless you want to seize control. Which burns a candle. Yeah, that burns a candle. Yeah, but you get to decide how the interaction goes. Up to you. That's true. Well, this could go really bad if I let you do it. Yeah, but we don't only have three dice. There's still candles left. Alright. Can't kill you all yet. Alright, I'll keep the candles for just in case for later, so go for it. As you step out and say that, it takes them a second, but they do recognize you. Some small part of them is still held on to their humanity even facing the end of the world. 
you. You did this to us. What are you doing here? Why shouldn't we kill you now? Because I think we're all working for the same goal. None of us want to die by whatever is happening right now. We were trying to stop it. We were trying to fix it. You destroyed it. You ruined our chance to stop this. I have made mistakes. But I can offer help now. Why would we trust you? Because this is my last chance. This is all of our last chance. I have lost many things too since the last time you came across me. So I suppose I have reconsidered some things. Is anyone else gonna do something? I don't know what I would do at this in this time. Yeah, I feel like Teddy being selfish, like he is not gonna do anything or put himself out there, especially if they're all staring at Talia and talking to her. Teddy is too intent on becoming one with the wall. Mm-hmm. So, Talia, roll to see if they believe you. Okay. Okay, that's that's a thing. Yeah, that's mixed blessing. Yeah. And you get to there, right? It's a success. Really? Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> okay. I think her talking to them about this has definitely done something. They don't seem fully won by this petition, but also they seem, I think, to concede that this is something that is, you know, that we all should be working towards. Whatever happens after, I guess, is only matters if we get there. They can always kill you later if this doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> if everyone's yeah. still alive. Yeah. We can come back for you. <laughs> so, what do they do? What do they say? Oh, now I have to do it. <laughs> I can voice them, but you do have narrative control, so... Right. I think since their leader is the one protecting these candles... Well, you don't know that, but still. Well, no, yeah, I know. But I think that, that, that because of that, they might... I don't know. They might be able to provide some insight from us being like, we need help. What are you doing here? What are you looking for? Why are you here of all places? Elsa's still hidden, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're the only one visible. <laughs> okay. We're looking for ten candles. The what? Ten candles. We are looking for ten candles for for a monument, for the messages, for something. How do you know about that? How do I know? How did we find out about that? Yeah, how did we find out? I don't know. How did you find out about it? That hasn't been established yet, so Dan, you get to establish. We all came together as the uh, the last the last survivors. Um, we had different, I guess, pieces of a puzzle. I used to work in, um, well, adjacent to life support systems, but it's we were able to find something. A desperate notes about a messenger and ten candles and something about it being our last hope. I can't say that we're experts on it, 
but we do know about it and that we need to find it. You know where the messenger is? We believe we do, yes. Can you take us there? Do you know anything about the ten candles? We need those. And I know where they are. So you do? Yeah. I think our boss has been guarding. I think that would be a fair arrangement. What does the ten candles and messenger it will create a message that will survive us, which would be important, I suppose, if this happens again. The person you've been talking to turns to the person next to us. Go get him. We'll send someone with you, but we're gonna make sure we keep this place safe. It's about the only thing we have left. Right. So you keep saying we. Yes. At the Wii, Cassandra stands up and is like, Yes, I'm one of the group who is helping with this. Teddy, are you also, are you gonna stand out or step out or are you just gonna keep pancaked against the wall? Teddy is trying to wiggle his way out somehow. Um, He's trying to get somewhere where he has a chance to either dash past these others or get to a more secure hiding spot. Now that his companions are talking to these others, he's feeling very less secure about his hiding spot. Cool. Give me the roll. You have 2d6 to see how that goes. Well, that's unfortunate. That's no successes. (laughs) Yeah. Can I narrate that feeling? Oh, sorry. No, you cannot kill Teddy. No, I was just gonna, like, Cassandra's just gonna shine a flashlight in his face and be like, and this is our third member. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's trying to come around a bookcase. He's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, light. Another candle goes out. And we have three truths to establish, starting with the world is dark. The others are not allied with them. The messenger is right by our home base. Why we set it up there. It's back where you started? Yeah. The knocking at the strange door ceases as it starts to open. The world is dark. We are alive. We are alive? alive. Teddy, as you're attempting to kind of scooch away... I think you're doing pretty well until you realize there was that knocking noise and it just it stopped. And you feel something touching your arm. As you look over, it's one of them standing right next to you. And what do you do? Teddy tries to swing his belt buckle at them. <laughs> yeah, you have 3d6. Roll it. Let's yep. see if you can hit them. <laughs> That's one success. You are able to hit them with your belt buckle. Now, who gets to narrate it? I do. Unless you want to. I mean... I had a feeling. If you want to put out a candle, you can. No, 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 no. No. (laughs) So you lash out with your belt buckle. It smacks onto its body. And it sticks and you just hear the voices in your head. It's the voices of... 
all the people that you've lost as the universe comes to an end. Mm. Well, since you have narration controls, what do they look like? That's a good question. Their shape is mostly humanoid, but it's just it's it's too smooth. The limbs are a little bit too long, and there's no features on the face. And just everything about them makes you want to run and scream. Especially because, apparently, they're at least somewhat sticky. Because your belt buckle stuck to them. As it hit, it, it started to like go in, and then it just didn't come back out. Yeah, so Teddy definitely drops the belt buckle and screams at the top of his lungs and runs towards Cassandra. They're here! They're here! Does anyone want to do anything to help Teddy? Because I don't want to make him roll. <laughs> I mean, I'll turn on my flashlight. Yeah? And go at Because <laughs> that's the only thing. Alright, give me the 3d6. And then my hope dice. Oh. I mean, you don't lose hope. Okay. You can't lose that dice. Okay, okay. So it would just be one dice C. Yeah, you succeed. I only get one more. Oh, okay, and you get to narrate. Oh, okay. So as Teddy screams, they're here. Cassandra almost on on reflex. You get the feeling that she's tried to train in some way with these, these beings, only knowing that light will hurt them. As soon as she hears they're here, she turns to where she hears that voice and flicks on the light. And the featureless being is outlined in the bright light for a moment and then slowly fizzes away. And you see the belt buckle clink to the floor, but the whispers are still there. Can I try to take my moment since I'm seeing one of them hurt? Yeah. More than that, you just saw one get banished. Yeah. But it's only 2d6, right? Yeah, 2d6, yeah. Alas, no hope for me. And a candle darkens. Yeah. I forget that that's what happens. Yeah. So, as another candle goes out, you try and hold on to hope, but the whispers are still there. If it was gone, if it was heard, the whispers be gone. You get the feeling there isn't much time left, and you just are able to find the hope in that that you wanted to. Because the world is dark. You get two truths this time. Others know where this faster exit is out of the library. They know a shortcut. Yes, they know a shortcut. We haven't gone into that that room where the door opened, right? No, that's where one of them came out of. The car is currently... Not sabotaged by others or by them. And the world is dark. And we are alive. alive. So you have the candles. They know where you are, but there's not one of them currently in the room with you. And you're with others who seem to know this library. Well, what do you do? Once Teddy is done screaming. Okay, so... We obviously need to get out. If you guys can somehow barricade the store, that would probably be good because 
I don't know if they're going to stop coming through whatever it was they came through. And there is a car that we have. I'm not sure how many of you it'll fit, but we know where the messenger is. And since you gave us the candles, and now our half of the bargain is to bring you to the messenger, I think we gotta go. Like, do you know any, like, shortcuts or anything that would help? Because I think time is of the essence. Yeah, we, we know a shortcut that can get a, that can get you to the front, and we've made sure that the lights stay good in there. Gestures to this 19-year-old girl who was sent off with the candles. Sorry. Took me a second to find him, but I've got him. She holds up this box that has these candles in it, and probably like a little nondescript, but you just know that's them. Like how you knew the messenger was something special. I can take y'all down the shortcut, but I don't know where your car is. It's uh, by the front of the library. Okay. Take her with you. We'll stay back and hold down the floor just in case... I just don't want to see this library fall. No, I understand. I hope we meet again once this mission is complete. I kind of hope so, too. Who's going to kind of take point along with the girl who knows where the shortcut is? Because I cannot roll for that. I mean, I guess I will, because I did most of the talking, and uh, I have the extra dice. <laughs> Yeah, you're the only one with hope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> My hope dice is a six, though. <laughs> so. Um. Uh. Okay. Uh. So. Uh. So it's a success. I'll let there be one dice left in the communal pool. <laughs> Just because. Thank you. The non-hope dice were both ones. Mm-hmm. But I will take the two. I am in narration rights unless you want to be down to one candle. No, I do not. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. So this girl just grabs your hand and leads away and is like, come on, we need to need to hurry and get out of here. I want to get back as soon as I can. Follow me. And she leads you down these hallways into this tunnel. She's like, I should go back to the front. Oh, shit. And the lights are starting to flicker. You can hear the whispers are still following you. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Y'all are basically sprinting. She's like, the lights are starting to dim. She's like, these these are solar panels. Oh, that can't be good. That, that can't be good. If the lights are going out in here, that means they're probably going out outside, too. This kid's keeping pretty focused on the room, but she's just muttering under her breath the whole time. Look at Duncan, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Eventually break through a door onto the streets and the light's gotten a lot dimmer since the last time you came in when you look up. The darkness in the center of the sun is almost, like, there's still enough light left. But that darkness has been spreading faster than it has been in the past, so you weren't sure how much time since you will hop into the car, who takes lead? I think Cassandra has the key is the problem. Yeah, that yeah. I drive. Yeah. So. Kid can't drive. She doesn't know where y'all are going. But you do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're down to one communal dice? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Okay. Please be nice. Okay. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Cool. All right. Hooray. Oh. Okay. <laughs> thank God. Yeah, thank God. And oh boy. I get to narrate. I got no ones. That's good enough for me. <laughs> so as you're jetting along, trying to get back to where you started, because it's basically more or less tracing back the way you came to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. The darkness is inching, the shadows are starting to lengthen, whispers are getting louder and louder, and you get the feeling that not only do they know where you are, they know where you're going, and they know what you're trying to do. And they are determined to stop it. They haven't quite reached you yet, but they are coming. Okay, guys, we have three flashlights. We need to figure out... Can you try f- slow them down a bit? Let's see if they can move faster than a car can. You have been driving. Okay, okay. Also, you're almost back to where you started. You might not be able to park directly out in front of the building, but you have been able to get back to where you left the messenger. What do you do? We're driving. Do we see anything that is just a propane tank or something that yeah. I can shoot with a gun? <laughs> What do you like to roll to see? It's like, like is a funny word, but I can roll to see. Yeah, that's an uncertain outcome. The one dice. Yeah. The one dice. Okay, I'm sure I'll do great. Okay, that's, that's been, it's been worse. It has been worse. But I'm still dark in a candle. Yeah, another candle <laughs> goes out. We have one light left. The world is dark. And Alexis, you get to establish the last truth. We cannot destroy the messenger directly. The world is dark. And we are alive. We are alive. alive. <laughs> you don't find any propane tanks, Thalia, as you're looking around. And as you're looking, like, you think you see something, you turn to get a better look at it. And it's right as Cassandra hits a bit of a bump in the road. And you lose your grip on the flashlight. And it clatters down onto the road behind you. And you're going too fast to do anything about it. It's probably broken, anyway. Would I have been holding my flashlight or my gun? I don't know. Would you have been pointing your gun or would you have had your flashlight out to keep them away? If my flashlight's the only thing keeping them away, then I guess I would have had that. But yeah. I um, I was looking for a protein tank for the gun. But... Still probably need flashlight to be able to, like, see where tanks are, because it's, it's getting dark. Okay. Alright. You still have two flashlights, though. And material for torches. Yes. So you have reached your base of operations. Minus one flashlight. Whispers getting louder and louder. What do you do? If we had more time, we could try to set the car on fire. Get a bit of time, but... There's no time. There's no time for anything. Might have time to send that message out. Yeah. I guess, would we know if the monument was inside the base or just outside? It was just outside. Yeah, you, you know where it is. You know how to get to it. and It's basically who's going to take charge of either getting to it or setting things up. I don't want to hog the spotlight, but uh, 
you are also the only person with any hope left for the future. Yeah. So yeah. it makes sense. Okay. And you've got the candles right now, so. The other two can still roleplay things. Mm-hmm. Have their interactions. Okay, can I then quickly hand them each a makeshift torch from the wood? Yeah. And then be like, I don't, I don't know. We gotta, set, I gotta set this up. I gotta set this up. I will buy your time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So I guess I'm gonna work on setting it up. Alright. Give me the roll. Okay. That's the first one. And the... Ooh. Does your break apply? I really don't like it. I mean... Yes. Sort of. It was... I saw you turn her over to them. And I am sort of letting my compatriots sacrifice themselves more, themselves more or less. Yeah. Also, the teenager that's just kind of tagging along with you. Yeah. But the main person that seemed to be like vindictive towards is Teddy. But did you give Teddy a small, the smaller of the torches? Yeah. I could see her doing that. She's vindictive enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that case, maybe you told Teddy to kind of like stay out further and have Falia be the second line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And somehow got Teddy to agree to it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Listen, Teddy's not smart, okay? <laughs> yeah. Does Teddy care anymore? Yeah. He's optimistic. I know Hope died, but that was just once. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think yeah. he he doesn't have a chance at hope, but he is still optimistic that there is some way for this to come out on top. It'll work. Yeah. Okay. 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 She'll make it happen. Maybe, maybe Talia will face them off and he'll have a chance to run away. He's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they'll go after Talia first. Mm-hmm. But, I'm, I'm sorry, BJ, what was it? Roll the dice pool? Yeah, you, you re-roll your entire dice pool, which I think includes the hope die. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Thank you. I will take that. <laughs> Since you have one. Okay. Now I need a five or a six. Oh, crap. I have my other trait, but can I re-roll a hope die? You burn your trait to re-roll a one. Okay, then. That's That's a thing. Yeah. I mean, it's the smallest chance. Nope. The last candle goes out. And as you're frantically trying to set this up, you can hear the voices getting louder and louder. As Teddy, because you're the farthest one out. and You try and light the torch and you try and fend them off. There are so many, and they're so determined to make sure the message doesn't get out that you don't have a chance. And you know that message I had you write, your last message? Mm-hmm. Would you mind reading that? Jasmine, things have not been great. I mean, I got the promotion, but that's because Tamara got killed two days ago. Well... Most everyone here is dead. Listen, I don't even know when you'll get this, or if you will. 
but I'll be seeing you, I promise. I'm no pushover, and I'm getting back to you. This whole thing is a bit above my pay grade, but they say that this is an opportunity to help. They say that this message is a big deal, and that's gotta be worth something on the other side of this. See you around, Teddy. And that is your last thoughts as you fall. And then they come for Thalia. Thalia, what was your message she left? I wanted to stop the end without ever enjoying what came before it. There is a beauty in death, though. A dying star once enriched space with clouds of dust and gas, and compressed new stars into being. If we do not survive, I hope our ending makes a new life. One that can see that death is not a reason to fear, but to thrive. You have those thoughts echoing in your head as the voices overwhelm you. You too fall. Sandra, as you're trying to get this to work, you think you got it. Then the sun goes out, and the voices overwhelm you. And what was your last message? To anyone left, I knew going into this attempt at turning on the messenger that I would die regardless of this plan worked. Just know that I still did this willingly. If you would like to provide hope for others, then please learn from our mistakes and help bring light for anyone who may remain. Do not let them win this fight. You repeat that out loud, just in case. And the last thing you see, this looks like there's something happening with the messenger, but you never see what it was. But maybe, just maybe the world is dark and that is our game happy halloween guys